This episode of Tea Time is brought to you by our brand new presenting sponsor, Bud Light. It's summertime, and that means it's time to get outside and enjoy the weather with some crisp, refreshing Bud Lights. Bud Light has the perfect summer lineup with Bud Light Lime and Bud Light Orange, both brewed with real citrus peels. New and just in time for summer is Bud Light Lemon Tea, brewed with real lemon peels and tea leaves. It's the ideal drink for summer, but it's only here for a limited time, so get it before it's gone. And to really get you in the summer spirit, Bud Light is giving everyone the chance to win the getaway of a lifetime. You can win two tickets aboard a VIP cruise to the Bahamas this summer, featuring a live performance by Jake Owen, and of course, plenty of Bud Light. For a chance to win, simply post your Bud Light summertime photos using the hashtags, hashtag real enough to get away, and hashtag Bud Light contest on Facebook and Instagram. See BudLight.com backslash real enough to get away for more details. Do you remember the first time you heard Hey Jude or Let It Be? Now imagine you're the only person alive that knows those songs or has any idea who the Beatles are. That's the world Himesh Patel's Jack is a part of in Yesterday, the new film from Danny Boyle. Stick around a little later in the episode and we'll tell you what we think a world without the Beatles would look like and check out Yesterday in theaters June 28th. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Howell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we are going to talk about Zendaya's new HBO show, Chris Pratt's Montecito Wedding to (laughs) Katherine Schwarzenegger. Thrilling. And then we're going to have a very, very special guest on to discuss the contenders for the song of the summer. She's got some bad takes as well. Yeah, (laughs) I can't wait. She's going to fit right in. Yeah. Every time you hear the bell, we have to change topics no matter what. Now, let's spill that tea. Okay, first category, as always, is Tea Time Checks In With. We're checking in with two very different celebrities. Amelia, start us off with the first. Josh Hartnett (laughs) is back, baby. It has been announced. Who knew that the Paramount channel was, like, trying to become prestige or Uh having a channel in itself? Uh He's going to be the lead in an upcoming series called Paradise Lost. So, um, yeah, it's going to be 10 episodes. Oh, wow. Nick Nolte's in it. Uh, Barbara (laughs) Hershey. So we've got some, like, 90s people. And then Josh Hartnett, who's big in, like, the 2000s. Why are you a fan of him? This guy is so random. (laughs) He's from Minnesota. Okay. Oh, okay. And he also went to the high school that I was going to go to, but then didn't go to. Thrilling. Okay. Very exciting stuff. And then one time, he almost went to a movie with me and my friends because my friend's older brother— was friends with Josh Arnett. I mean, like, you guys are basically connected at the heart. This it's, is incredible. <laughs> These connections, really. Thank you. No wonder. I know. I love him so much. Forget about six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> six degrees of Amelia. Um, <laughs> and he's so, back now. Yeah, he's what, back. Okay. Remember when he dated Scarlett Johansson? I am reaching into the archives because we yeah. have not heard from this man since, <laughs> we like— We really haven't. Because he had, like, one— he had, like, Penny Dreadful, which was a yeah. show no one saw, I don't think. I mean, Eva Green. Oh, I'm okay. very pro-Eva Green, so I was aware of it, but it was too scary for me. You know, I'm very anti-horror, <laughs> yeah. so I did not watch it. And then he had, like, 30 Days a Night, which was, like, based on a graphic novel, and he was, like, a vampire uh, yeah. hunter. I something. get a lot of flack at this place for not knowing anything <laughs> that comes before 2005. I did Google Josh Hartnett because you I— don't even I know how to say his name! <laughs> contact this guy hasn't been relevant in at least like a decade well, and a he half is coming back so mark your calendars okay. think about it oh and then also i just want to say that what is going on with andrew garfield he is <laughs> showing up in a rat costume filming oh, his I saw new that. movie mm-hmm. i just feel like i think josh hartnett is going to take the place of andrew garfield wow yeah <laughs> are you joking hot, me? no that is a real take <laughs> Scorching hot take. Okay. <laughs> absurd. Next person we're checking in with, moving quickly beyond that, Kate. Uh, Zendaya, who I've decided is going to be a tea time favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, 100%. Just great. Very classy. Great actress. Yeah. yeah. Great fashion. Came from the Disney Channel, which we love. You know, we're very pro Disney Channel on Tea Time. Um, So she has a new show on HBO called Euphoria. And there have been a lot of articles this week about how it's just 
unbelievably explicit. <laughs> it's kind of Alison Herman, you know, Ringer TV critic, has been talking about how like she doesn't know who the show is for because it's on HBO. It's extremely explicit, but it's like for teens. Mm-hmm. But like no parent in their oh. right mind would let their teens watch it. Right. So like people are like, oh, it's like 13 Reasons Why on crack, like oh. blah blah blah. But I'm like, okay, what 13 year old is gonna be watching this? Right. So anyway, is it like they're, skins, but like UK skins. I think oh. it's closer to that. I don't know. It's there are all these articles about how the scene in a locker room featuring, quote, dozens of high school boys in what Levinson intended as a gender-bent homage to the famous Carrie locker room scene. What? But what airs is a trimmed-down version of the original shot, which included, quote, like, 80 penises. I am wow. so happy you mentioned this. I was not going to say it myself. <laughs> I'll say it. But I was really hoping that you touched on that. Apparently, she does, like, a the art of the dick pic. Like, she, like, oh. deconstructs that, like Zendaya on the show. Huh. Um, anyway, it's it's just, like, a ton of nudity, apparently. Wow. Yeah. Like, a ton of, like, really risque content. And I think just, like, crazy weird, too. Like, yeah. Allison was telling me, like, there's, like, a plot part with, like, One Direction fan, a, like, alien <laughs> fanfic, which I was like, I'll watch, th- I'll yeah. watch this wow. show. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited to see what Zendaya does in, like, kind of a leading <sighs> role on this That's show. That's true, but- yeah. And I'm pro her in the spotlight. I mean, like, yeah. keep it together. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> it's a lot. It's the penis talk that threw yeah, her off. It is. Um, pro her in the spotlight. She's great for many reasons. Another thing that I just want to point out is she's really close friends with her assistant, oh. which is always a great sign if a celebrity is, like, friends with and has a good relationship. Yeah. To sign your normal good person. That is true. But obviously, she'll be doing a lot of press. Um, Postmates does this thing where they release the receipts of a famous yes. celebrity and do kind of just, like, a, a total of what they've ordered. Ordered, how many cities they've ordered from, whatever. We talked so, about the Kylie Jenner carrot. We did. The famous Kylie Jenner <laughs> carrot bit. Um, so Postmates did this for her. And so here are some quick facts for you guys because I know everyone is really interested in this kind of yes. stuff. Okay, she's ordered from 16 cities. She's gotten 246 orders total. Great. Gotten a total of 833 items, which is actually a lot. Wow, that is a lot of food. They do a lot of um, record-breaking stuff. So she pulled off 10 orders in two days. And then in one day, she ordered— 10 orders in two days? Sorry. Yeah, it was lucky a lot. And then in one day, she ordered four different times— so at 10 a.m., she got crepes, omelets, and smoothies. I can't believe they're releasing this stuff. I would never let first of all, I would never wild. let someone go through my Postmates Absolutely not. and tell the world what I'm buying. Regardless, <laughs> she's a better person than we are. And then a couple hours later, she got chicken teriyaki. One hour later, from the same place, she got two more orders. And then she topped off her day in that day with the four orders. 7 p.m., got a cheesy gordita and nachos. Incredible. So also, I love that they noted in the article, they were like, so they is vegetarian. I know. And the chicken teriyaki was for a family member. I know. <laughs> like, okay. Well, and, she's going to have a big summer because Spider-Man is coming yeah, out. Yeah, next couple so. weeks. Good for her. And she's she got way more to, star she power. She needs to date someone than that like, other man. really good. I thought she was maybe a one. She's not dating Tom Holland. Okay, 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 okay. okay she's okay. better than Tom Holland. Wow. I'm going to say it. I agree. No, I, agree. I agree, too. I like Tom Holland a lot, but she can do better. He's Agreed. Fine. All right, next category. This is a weird one. This is This Week in Social Media. We're starting off with maybe one of our more bizarre pieces of social media news that we've done, and that's saying a lot. Okay, so what happened this week was a writer named Heaven Nagadu screen grabbed a portion of Rihanna's interview with Sarah Paulson in Interview Magazine. Right. Sarah Paulson asked her a bunch of great questions. She answered, like— just these like amazing baller responses to a lot, including her love life and her personal like I love her. her professional life. So anyway, so this writer on Twitter like screenshotted a portion of this interview where she was talking about how she needed to learn how to make time for herself. She puts on her calendar this giant P, which means like she's taking a personal day. She's like trying to nurture all these relationships, whatever. So this writer said, like, took the screenshot and said, every new Rihanna interview makes me grow stronger. We stand a work-life balance queen. Now, that's totally great. We do stand a work-life balance queen. But the weirdest part is our president, President (laughs) Donald Trump, liked this tweet saying we stand a work-life balance queen at one in the morning. (laughs) And for the record, he's only liked eight tweets what? in his entire like personal account. Now it's back down to seven because obviously someone went in and unliked <laughs> it. The internet had a field day with this because A, this is extremely weird of all the things for him to accidentally like with his gigantic freaking thumbs. Like this. He has small hands. 
Oh my god, he knows that sign. <laughs> so that's even harder to so accidentally like, press that like So button. he was like being oh intentional when he the did this. The plot thickens. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And then this writer too was like, "What the hell is he liking? <laughs> like my own tweet for?" It was bizarre. Everyone on the internet was extremely confused. Yeah, it's very like a Kovifi moment. Remember Kovifi? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. How could we <laughs> oh, forget? Could we forget? That? And yeah. then not to spend any more time on that <laughs> man. Um, next thing in social media, Kate. So Justin Bieber, (laughs) always a good way to start. He took to Twitter. Always another good way to start. (laughs) And he said, I want to challenge Tom Cruise to a fight in the octagon. This is just like an MMA thing. Right. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared, wrong you're, and you will never (laughs) live it down. Who is willing to put on the fight at Dana White? So Conor McGregor quote tweeted this and said, if Tom Cruise is man enough to accept this challenge, McGregor Sports Entertainment will host the bout. Does Cruise have the sprouts to fight like he does in the movies? Stay tuned to find out. This is just absurd. (laughs) So obviously Tom Cruise is not going to fucking fight Justin Bieber. So Justin Bieber was like, I was just playing, of course, in an interview with TMZ. He He goes, scared. It was just a random tweet. I do that stuff sometimes. Just no, no, no. I think he would probably whoop my ass in a fight. He's got that dad strength. Wow, he so did. Bad this did, like, did kind of turn into like a social media prompt, you know, like how people do that. Yeah. So somebody tweeted and said, Justin Bieber is 25, Tom Cruise is 56. Challenge an actor 31 years older than you to a fight. I'll go first. This guy says, Sam Watterson, you're a punk and you're due for an ass beating. Name the place. So people started <laughs> quoting this with That's celebrities funny. who were 31 years older than themselves. I hmm. took it upon myself to research 55-year-old celebrities who are 31 years older than myself. I don't think I could be any of these people. First of all, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Second of all, Michelle Obama would put me in my place. (laughs) Uh, I think I could probably take John Stamos. Oh, yeah. You, I would bet on you. I could definitely take Rob Lowe. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Lowe. Rob Lowe? You know where to aim. I'm Rob just saying. Looks, Although Nicolas Cage is also 55. <laughs> like, Kate, literally you're getting your ass beat regardless. No, All I those could people. take Rob Lowe. That's like Julianne Moore is around that age. She could beat my ass too. Like there's, we can't yeah. compete. See, you, you're the same age as Justin Bieber. So you, you could also fight Tom We Cruise. should all be so lucky to get our asses beaten by beautiful celebrities. <laughs> I agree. I know. I was going to take it that way too, actually. And then I didn't. I think Tom Cruise also has the power of Scientology underneath his oh. muscles, which is like the mystical aspect. So Zeno <laughs> is looking out for him. <laughs> he would get extra destroyed. I yeah. feel like Justin Bieber thought, like, legitimately thought this was a good idea. Looked at his own scrawny body, was like, you know what? Maybe not. <laughs> wow. Maybe not. Back this up. I, I'm trying to find someone who's 60. Uh huh. And I'm Bruce Willis is 61, but obviously he could kick my ass. Oh so, yeah, yeah. for sure. Ass. He would kill me. <laughs> We're dead regardless. Okay, last thing in social media. This is good news. This is a really lovely. I was so happy. Yes, piece of tea time news. Taylor Swift and Katy Perry have squashed their beef. They have gone on Instagram to make it official. Katy Perry. Haven't they done this before? Like, wasn't there like an olive this branch? Was, but this Regardless. wasn't official. Sorry. This is official. Right. Like they were official? hanging out. They were then, hanging out. Okay. The white flag is waving. <laughs> Katy Perry Instagram a plate of really delicious looking mm-hmm. chocolate chip cookies. They look extremely good. And f- I don't know why she felt like she had to do this, but in frosting on the picture it says peace at last. With why like did two she feel like she had to do that? Because yeah. it's an Instagram post. It's Whatever. fucking it felt, stupid. It felt like a lot. <laughs> and then she captioned it and said, feels good with a little heart at Taylor mm-hmm. Swift. Taylor Swift commented with a bunch of hearts. Yeah. You guys, they're friends. Good. Did they over. not just mail each other like olive branches last year? Yes. Yeah. They mailed each other. time. <laughs> Why are we still doing this? Kate, in the I name of female friendship, okay, yeah. you yeah, have to be you. happy exactly. about this. I'm so happy about it. All right, next category moving on is Tea Time's biggest relationship news ever. Amelia, start us off. All right, you know who got married this weekend, <laughs> this past weekend? Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger. Who could miss it? Who could miss it? You know Katherine as being the daughter of Maria Shriver and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And for, say it. Say for it. having a dog podcast. Say the dog podcast. <laughs> dog cast. Um, and then you know Chris Pratt for... You know, he, he's Chris Pratt. He's, he's a Chris. He's a Chris mm-hmm. um, all that good stuff. All I want to say... Like, I love that they got married in Montecito, which is, like, in Santa Barbara. It's very nice. It's where, like, Oprah lives. Uh It's where, like, Ellen lives. So, of course, they got married there. That's where Kim got married to Chris Humphreys, and they got the uh, noise ordinance. Remember that? No, but thank you for reminding me. I'll take your word for it. (laughs) Okay. Well, it was a big moment in my life. No. Um, (laughs) But they also—they shared Instagram posts and— the copy was like exactly the same. <laughs> it's truly which weird. Which was really, it's really, really weird. It's 
It's really like, I don't want to say like tacky. Like my mom sent this. This is how you know. My mom sent this to me and she was like, she looks beautiful, but weird of him to mention the designer. <laughs> yeah. God totally. gets the same amount of shout outs in yeah. this caption as Giorgio Armani. Like it's so blatantly Armani SpawnCon, which I'm like, you're Chris Pratt. I don't get why they have to do the both the, yeah. the identical thing. Like it's release weird. separate statements. It's not that hard. They or just like, like change a couple words around. Right. Yeah. Right. Source.com. It's really or, tacky. Or just throw the, you know, like a couple heart emojis. Yeah, you don't exactly. need to explain to the world under God that you two have healed and found <laughs> each other. We know. In the perfect <laughs> suit by Giorgio Armani. Yeah, and they tagged Armani too. I know. Which is like, I, wow. yeah. She did look great though. Yeah. I really loved no, her she dress. Yeah, she no, did. she looked she awesome. Did. But <laughs> yeah. it's just weird. It's just yeah, weird. It's tacky. It is weird. Other weird things in relationship news is Gwyneth Paltrow told the Sunday Times that she only lives with her husband, Brad Feltrick, four times a week. And then the other nights of the week, he's in a separate house. Granted, this is to be with his children from a previous marriage. Sure. Makes sense. But like everyone was up in arms because they're like, you guys, A, are newlyweds. So it feels like you'll be all over each other. You want to spend all the time. They're only married in late September of last year. But how long have they been together? Like a, question. a couple years, I think. Yeah, but like, at the, I don't know. And I guess the children thing makes it complicated. Yeah. But everyone was like chiming in. Time Magazine, for some unknown <laughs> reason, called in a relationship expert. Time, to, you have better things to do. I know. Everyone was weighing in on this. And then also, for, just for the record, this relationship expert said that this was a good idea. And, you know, distance makes a heart grow fonder. Hmm. I, I, I'm I mean, fine that's with true. It. We really missed Liz last week. It that's was like true. she was living this in another true. house. Yeah. Honestly, I get it. I bet they have two big, beautiful Brentwood See, homes exactly. that are like only one and a half miles apart <laughs> that they just like like flock to yeah. back and forth. Kind of sounds ideal. I'm it not going to lie. No, it sounds amazing. I'm into it. What? You have other thoughts on this? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I bet you'll have thoughts on this, Kate. This is your favorite person in the news again. This is Dina Lohan. No. Tea time. <laughs> Not necessarily. This was early. This is early in the tea time archives. Yes. F- throw your memories back to Dina Lohan and her potentially catfish boyfriend of five years. Unbelievable. It turns out his name is Jesse Nadler, and he was a real person, which we did report on later. We made sure to follow up. So right. this is our third follow-up about Dina Lohan wow. and her boyfriend, just for the record. They have unfortunately split because Lindsay Lohan decided to stir the pot. She went on the Kyle and Jackie O show and like slammed their relationship to smithereens. What? And then Jesse Nadler said, I could never cause static or friction between a mother and a child. I couldn't live with myself if I did. So he says they're done for good. Damn. All because Lindsay Lohan didn't approve of that relationship. Wow. So Jesse Nadler, great guy, I guess. I mean, that's (gasps) sweet of him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, sure. <laughs> At I least, guess, like, he exists. Yeah. At least you know? he does. And also, he turned out to be kind of the best man in this whole, this whole group yeah. of cursed yeah. people to pull himself out of that relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. And one more thing, low stakes because they never actually saw each other. So, like, <laughs> That's true. I don't, the true. companionship, the pen like, pal. Who will she text now? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. All right. Last thing in relationship news. This isn't really a relationship, but it's a professional relationship. Sure. Um, another really early on in Tea Time, I had a whole rant about my pet peeve being actors who should just stick to being models mm-hmm. who yeah. are just pretty and like should stop trying to act two of my personal favorites in this category Theo James and Emily Ratajkowski are in a movie together but trailer wait, wait can we just talk about what, <laughs> how you spelled you're like okay actually fun fact so I just like gave up on spelling her name it's on Twitter hard. and I just like pounded the keyboard a couple times however if you click on this link to the trailer they spell uh-huh. her name wrong in the official are you kidding description of the movie. they, they, have, they wow. call it Ratajkowski <laughs> but here's the description of the movie. It's exactly what you think it is. Okay. Ivan, Theo James, is a gifted and discerning art thief who wants out. Elise, Emily Rodakowski, <laughs> is an aspiring actress whose Blah. own transgressions in Hollywood haunt her. Blah. These Damn. two clever grifters decide to team up for one last big daring heist. <laughs> Looks terrible, but they're both extremely beautiful people um, whose faces I enjoy looking at. However, yeah, I would but... just prefer to look at them on the cover of a magazine. Yeah. That's my take. I, also, I think Katy Perry did this with Timbaland in her music video for <laughs> If We Ever Meet Again. Look it up. I'm not even joking. Wow. This uh, is why we keep you around for this <laughs> crucial input. I am very anti Emily Ratajkowski for Same. like personal reasons, but this movie 
he's bound to be a disaster. I love Theo James actually he's because like, see, divergent. I have oh. right, and she just is so handsome. Like I kind of get yeah. like what men feel when they look at Emily Ratajkowski. Uh, when I, I look guess at that's true. Like I guess I'm kind of just like I don't need you to be anything more than what I'm looking at. I know, but can the two of them carry a 90 minute absolutely movie? not? No, absolutely not. This trailer is. Absolutely absurd. It's quite horrible. It's, again, everything you guys are picturing, it, it's exactly Theo that. James does like four different accents in like 30 oh, seconds. Right. Wow. And then Emily Ratajkowski looks lost all of the time. Uh, she has like three different wigs. Yep. It's horrible. Will yep. she be nude? Probably. <laughs> oh, there's a love scene. We saw her butt oh. in the trailer. <laughs> oh, it's like oh, in her contract. Okay. Well, then, yeah, it is in her contract. Give her a little credit. <laughs> okay. This next one. This is a Kate Hallowell driven investigation. <laughs> Every week, I feel like one of us like makes it our mission to look into something different. This is all Kate. Kate, what are we investigating this week? Thank you so much. This is something I feel really passionate about as of a day ago. Um, okay. So this week... Brad Pitt was pictured. He's been pictured a lot lately. He's starting the press circuit for yep. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He was pictured— He's saving the arts. That, too. He was pictured wearing the same outfit multiple days in a row. And Page Six was like, why mess with success? And so they're just like, he's just wearing the same thing. However, Kaya and I both realized that we had just read an interview with Richard Madden, where Richard Madden talks about doing the exact same thing on purpose to deter the paparazzi. So they're not just being— like lazy they're not just being boys they're not like my dad where he's like oh I ate in the shirt yesterday but like I can turn it inside out and wear it again today <laughs> nice <laughs> sorry dad that was tough um, so Richard Madden talked in his interview about how he purposefully wears the same outfit multiple days in a row so that paparazzi can't use pictures of him because it looks like it's all the same day mm-hmm. he basically was like you can only see so many times of me going out with a green juice <laughs> in a denim jacket like you, and obviously, like, part of this was, like, his rumored relationship with Brandon Flynn, which mm-hmm. is why people sure. were taking pictures of him, which, again, I'm very invested in. Um, so Brad Pitt obviously was doing the same thing, trying—unless he just is really lazy, but it seemed like he was doing the same thing. Yeah. So I was like, is this a thing? Do people just do this? Yeah. And they do. Mostly male celebrities, sometimes women. Most notable case is Daniel Radcliffe, yep. who sort of pioneered this in 2007— well, he was in Equus, which is the play where he gets naked with the horse. Right. Um, and he wore the exact same jacket and exact same hat for five months every day after he did this play when he was leaving the theater so that celebrity or so the paparazzi couldn't take his pictures. He was like meeting fans, like talking to them, but it mm-hmm. looked like he was literally wearing the exact same outfit every single time. And wow. he did it for five months. He did it again in 2013 after another play for four months. Nice. So he's extremely dedicated to this. So I was like, do women ever do this? Yeah. Katy Perry. Oh. You know, a tracksuit, the <laughs> Army Hammer tracksuit oh. thing was like the opposite of this, where like yeah. he was wearing a tracksuit to like make headlines yeah. <laughs> after he like didn't get an Oscar and was like throwing a tantrum. Oh, incredible. But Katy Perry did this as well with an Adidas tracksuit. Um, she talked about how she would wear the same Adidas tracksuit whenever she left the house in order to make any paparazzi photos less valuable. And <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, this tells you a lot about what male celebrities can get away with and what female celebrities can't. Oh, that's so true. Um, Jennifer Aniston in 2011 wore the same outfit two days in a row, and the headline was, forget a change of clothes, Jennifer. Aniston is caught in exactly the same outfit after a night out with Justin Theroux. That, I oh, looked okay. into that article, and it did—I— I think all of us have been there in various ways. One, as a person who wears the same rotating three things to work every single <laughs> day. I get I it. And then also, this specific article was like, she hung out with him at night. She went to the apartment, came out the next day in the same outfit. Like, it was a commentary on how, A, how much harsher people are on women right. and like mm-hmm. what they wear and their looks and all that stuff. Um, but B, it's understandable. Just, you know, leave her alone. This is what right. we kind of came to the conclusion of. I feel like there's three main ways you can deal with paparazzi taking pictures of you every time uh-huh. every single day of your life one is like the prankster way where you like try to work around it mm. or Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas do this a lot right. where they're like making funny faces she's got her like jewel out she's like mm-hmm. flicking them, them off, off yeah. whatever and then there's the way that almost every other celebrity does which is like you look miserable the whole time right. and you just yeah. kind of succumb to this <laughs> and then third is like people who try to like in vain try to do some good you know we were just talking about this before recording yeah. you hold up a sign oh. that's like go to www. Yes. which honestly I'm kind of just like you're just trying to make headlines like yes, uh, that when indeed. Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield did that where I they like held that. up the cardboard things and were like do something that matters I was like okay you know this is going to be on every gossip blog I in know. two hours I know I'm like is that really are you just looking for attention I also love the Leonardo DiCaprio route where it's like he tries to go incognito and wears a baseball cap <laughs> and a black hoodie everywhere he goes 
But he's so obviously Leonardo right. DiCaprio yeah. with his sunglasses. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, wow, there's a two-year-old model next beside yeah. you riding Amelia, a city be bike. respectful. I think she's 22 now. Please. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. But yeah, the celebrity paparazzi relationship. Yeah. And like people get really, so when I was looking this up, people get like really like creative. Like Marilyn Manson wrote like the F word across his face. And like the Olsen <laughs> twins started like a whole line of reflective scarves oh. where like if you like cover your face with a scarf and a flash goes off, it like reflects. Oh, like, we read an article about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they have they sell like clothes that that are like fuck off or like things yeah. that only show up with like mm-hmm. flash. Which I'm like, okay, that's trying really yeah. hard. Those are the people who like want paparazzi to be following them, so sure. their like reflective scarf can go off. I want to end this investigation by asking Tea Time as a whole, like, if you were a celebrity, if mm-hmm. paparazzi is flying you every single day, what is your method? Which route are you guys going? Are you the angry? Are you the incognito? Are you the prankster? Kate, go first. I think I would probably do, like, the baseball cap sunglasses thing. You would. And you're very obviously like Kate hoodie. Hallowell. And then they just take photos of you yeah. anyway. Like, mm. I would just be like, I look bad today. And, like, <laughs> hopefully you can see, like, only two of the zip band-aids sure. on my right. face. But, like, <laughs> like, so be it. Like, right. yeah. Okay, that's fair. That, that feels my, on brand. Yeah. Amelia? I think I would do that mostly, but then, do like, switch it up. Do some, like, pranks. Yeah. I was going to say, it feels like you'd be the celebrity to plant them when you, like, look good at a restaurant. <laughs> You're like, I heard that Amelia Wedemeyer is going to be at Catch at 9.30 on Thursday. And then he should be like, me? Me? What? What are you talking really? about? Okay. Taya, do you have thoughts on this? If you are a celebrity, what's, like, your paparazzi mode? I think I'd go the reflective scarf route. I kind of yeah. like it. It's I like, like that, too. You know, it's a little technical. Mm-hmm. I'd okay. give it a shot. I would try the reflective scarf. Except what are you going to—so they wrapped it around their face or they yeah. just put— Oh, my God. I mean, they have it on, and then just, like, a flash, like, reflect off of it, and then the light, oh, okay, like, okay. covers up their face They're the so pictures. moody. That makes sense. I know. And they created yeah. something like that. They love like that, that shit. It's their birthday today. Is it? Yeah. HBD. Wow. Okay, next category. This is not worth the tea. This is a bad one to start off with. Amelia, go first. Okay, so Kylie Jenner, a tea time favorite, she— through one of her best friends, Stassi, I think mm-hmm. it was. Uh, Stassi, yes. A, a Handmaid's Tale-themed birthday party. Yep. And she posted it, like, on Snapchat or whatever. And, it, it, like, literally everything— because Because she is, like, the number one party planner. She is. She throws very elaborate parties. And mm-hmm. this yes. was— no exception because they were decked out in the red and the bonnets. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were there was like a, a walkthrough thing that was all There's red. always a walkthrough thing there with is. her. And then yeah. it's always nightmare it's, fuel. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And so people were obviously like, this, you're really tone deaf. Yeah. Like there are really bad things happening to women that like mirror what is going on in this show, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Which, I mean, yeah, she's. You know, and she was recording it being like, oh, here is, <laughs> oh my God, I just love this red color. You know, and, and she's so, like, we love this show. Right. <laughs> You're like, okay. What? Don't do a Handmaid's Tale birthday yeah, party. exactly. It's just like, come on now. The other not worth the tea aspect of this, which is more on like a personal level. It's like, she's flaunting this best friendship with Stassi when Jordan Woods is somewhere crying because she's not invited to anything anymore and she's never going to get another Cartier bracelet from Kylie for her birthday. And she's got to be sensitive to that. I'm sure Jordan Woods is hurting a little bit. Well, yeah, especially if they were like kind of coming back into being friends. I know. Two times keeping tabs on that, but there's not (laughs) enough news to report on it, but trust me, I've got my eye on it. Um, The other thing not worth the tea is stop telling <laughs> Ava Philippi that her boyfriend looks like her dad Ryan Philippi she took a leap of faith as we all do when we post our significant others for the first time posted a picture of her and her boyfriend it's really cute and then hundreds of thousands of people flocked to her Instagram being like oh my god that's your dad oh my god your boyfriend looks like your dad that's so weird blah blah oh, come on leave her alone that's such a weird thought and like nobody wants to hear that no. especially when your dad's like a famous celebrity who's like really super hot as well so just like <laughs> leave her alone also I mean this guy it's like blonde hair blue eyes that's literally right that yeah. is you know? true yeah. you could throw a rock and hit a someone who like exactly like looks Philippi. look like that but just leave Ava Philippi alone okay next thing not worth the tea oh boy um so many people sent this to me because they hate me there is a Timothy Chalamet ventriloquist dummy <laughs> That's wearing his harness from the Golden Ooh. Globes. You know I have strong feelings about the harness. I don't anymore because I have you to, to suppress them, ban it from my mind. Yeah, sure. Uh, so this guy named Chris Allen who makes dummies. He made this as a going away gift for his neighbor. Oh. Uh, he's made six celebrity dummies so far. He made this 
creepy-ass ventriloquist dummy of Timothy Chalamet. He looks terrifying. He looks a lot like Jonathan Chabon. Chibon? Chibon, is that Are how you say Are you talking about it? Food God? Yeah. He oh, looks no like wonder you're God. stumbling over that pronunciation. Uh, you, okay, open the link, Elizabeth. <laughs> if I have to look at it, you have to look at okay, it. Okay, fine, fine, fine. So it's horrifying, and mm-hmm. it looks like him, but it's horrifying. He does. You know who he also looks like is Dr. Simon Oriand. I don't Anybody? Know who that is. <laughs> Wait, that sounds <laughs> really the familiar. Kardashian uh, plastic surgeon. Everybody, <laughs> look him up. He looks exactly like oh, this guy. God. Scary ass people. Also, he does my- <laughs> the vampire facial. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> my favorite detail is that the price is one hundred and twenty-two seven hundred ninety-five thousand dollars because Timothy Chalamet's birthday is December twenty-seventh, nineteen ninety-five. Um, and this info is from an interview that Hunter Harris did with our the, favorite. Our favorite. My, t- the really just like the Timothy Chalamet stand of our time. Yeah, um, we. <laughs> her so much but yeah this is just horrifying and nightmare fuel and I will never look at the harness the same way so thanks for nothing Hunter (laughs) this is also cursed news I feel like I get I report on a lot of lowbrow stuff and I apologize (laughs) this is for the like three listeners who like keep up with YouTubers and I don't know what we need Zoe Simmons in here like weighing (laughs) in a famous a quote-unquote famous YouTuber David Dobrik is getting divorced after only one month of marriage. That's like, oh, that's maybe sad. That sucks. Okay. David Dobrik, he married a woman named Lorraine Nash. And Lorraine, this poor sweet woman, is the mother of his best friend and a fellow YouTube star, Jason Nash. So David married his best friend's mother. What? Just because? Yeah, just because. So he has done a lot of speaking out about this. So he, of course, he has Instagrammed. He is a YouTuber. He has last night. I became my best friend's stepfather by marrying his mother. So grateful for this opportunity. I'll treat you as my own. Love you, Jason. Now go take out the trash. It's stinking up our living room. Then he explained this whole marriage. Just for those who want context, I know all of you guys are on the edges of your seat. Uh, He explained on Twitter. My friend told me I would never find love and get married. So I flew to his mom's house and married her on his mom on the spot. Now that same friend is my stepson. True love always wins. The internet was a mistake. I think maybe we should start over, do like a redo on this whole life, on this whole, <laughs> the internet, whole internet thing. thing. <laughs> Give it another shot. This category in general, I feel like every week we kind of, we should start yeah, over in we some question. way. Yeah. Uh, finally, late addition to Not Worth the Tea, Jessica Biel, quote, came out as anti-vax joined Robert Kennedy, F. Kennedy Jr. to lobby against California vaccination bill. Um, so Jessica Biel's an idiot. Uh, and now we all know. I also, I just, there were a lot of people on Twitter who were like, the fact that they use the term, like, she comes out as an anti-vax, the fact that, like, that's how it's being phrased. Yeah. Like, that's what, like, straight white people have to do is, like, come out as, like, a giant-ass <laughs> mm-hmm. idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me mad how good her arms look in this picture. And that's my main take. Jessica Biel, you're an idiot. This looks bad for you. It looks bad for Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And it, oh, also, it doesn't just look bad. It is bad it's right. for children bad. in the world yeah. at large. So maybe. Yeah. Which is kind of shocking because she had a, and she still owns the Off Fudge, which is like a oh, that restaurant place. for children. But it closed. And I, but I think it still throws like parties for kids. I in just West buy there all the time. So it's going to yeah. have the measles, is what so, you're saying. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this, Breeding ground this for is disease. Just so stupid. Yeah. And which so is really stupid. sad because. I don't know if you guys have seen BoJack Horseman. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, <laughs> she plays a parody of herself, and she, and I was like, wow, she's really like this is this, fun. This she is, is as bad as she is in that show. Yeah, which, yeah, it's great. Just, I saw one tweet that was hilarious. She was like, I would be more scared of this if Jessica Biel has succeeded at anything, <laughs> but she <laughs> has Okay, this is exciting times. Our next category is uh, a woman who we all love. She's a fact checker at TheRinger.com. This mm-hmm. is her very first podcast appearance ever. Ooh. Thrilling. We got Jordan Leggins in the house. Woo! Thank you so much for having me. Jordan, you claim that there is no song of the summer, mm-hmm. and you have some wow. uh, interesting alternatives to present to us. You got yes. four minutes, give or take, probably more, because we know you, you have know a lot of thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> um, do your worst. Start us off. What do you have? Okay, so my music taste hasn't really changed since I was 12. Great. But, um, <laughs> you know, this summer we should rewind the clock and go back to some of the, the old school bangers that okay. we I'm loved. into that, honestly. Yes. So, Jonas Brothers. I oh, mean, no, please. let's just start there. 
Let's start there. New Let's Jonas bring it Brothers back. or old Jonas Brothers? A mixture of both. Oh, okay. That's what I'm doing right now okay. in some playlists. I just watched Ooh. the documentary last night. Oh, it was okay. thrilling. Oh. Is it? Okay, thrilling. is the scene where Kevin leaves the band devastating? It's very devastating. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, was it, it actually was hard? Though? No, it was really hard to take in. Was She's it? a real Jonas Brothers yeah. fan. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. like kind of Jonas Brothers. Well, the yeah. thing is they like recapped it and it was like oh. Jonas Brothers present <laughs> talking about the past sure, when they kicked sure. Kevin out. Tragic. And like oh, Kevin was crying. kicked Kevin out? Yeah. So oh, damn. It was very, no, it's, I'm sorry. It's No, it's very sad. It's very sad. <laughs> it was very sad. I took, I... I really feel for Kevin. They're wow. basically coming back Poor now Kev. for Kevin. That's my take. Oh, oh that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Pay the mortgage. She's that's got kids good. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, you know what? We felt bad. Let's give this a whole nother yeah. So you're talking about throwing in a playlist like Sucker and then like Year 3000? Yeah. And, oh, wow. Because it's like... Burn it up. Yeah, a little burn it up. Ooh. A little love bug. Oh, that's know? a good song. Oh, and I'm really harsh song. on them. That's a really good that song. That's a great song. Nick actually wrote it before Miley. That was in the documentary. Wow. Wow. And you okay. said Nick's your favorite? <laughs> yes, yes. So like a little Nick solo stuff like mixed in there? Yes. He has Jealous. Good, he has some good solo songs actually. I did not love Nick Jealous Jonas. Jealous is good. Jealous um, is really yeah. good. And that's yeah. when he like shaved his hair off and he he was like sexy. Ooh. He you like, know? was like, look at your style. You belong on tea time. This is like thirsting yeah. after like men. <laughs> Incredible. Okay, what else? Speaking of thirst, yeah. yeah. Um, Jesse McCartney is one of the best musicians Thank of you. our generation. <laughs> Incredible. So I think a mix of both too, like beautiful soul Jesse McCartney mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then some new like mix in some leave-in. Does he oh, have new stuff? Leave-in. Yeah, he, he did. does have new stuff. He had stuff. a show at the Wiltern like a couple months ago and I watched by all these women lined up outside yeah. and jo- was judging them extremely okay, hard. Okay, so, uh, full confession, I went to a Jesse McCartney concert. <laughs> yes, you did! <laughs> what, wait, when? In Anaheim. It was at House of Blues Anaheim. How and it was you? $40. It was literally last year. <laughs> oh, Jordan. I support it, Jordan. Amazing. I think that's great. I really you do you. So happy. That was like that's pure great. joy just was it watching good? Jesse. It was so good. Yes, because Jesse McCartney is a talented man. I've never seen Amelia so lit up and positive on this entire <laughs> podcast as when you're talking Jessie about McCartney like Cardi brings it out in her. Even Jonas Brothers too. She's like, yeah. Wait, no, I do not like the Jonas they Brothers. They fight about the Jonas Brothers we, a lot. Yeah. Jordan yes, and do. I, that's like our, the one thorn in our friendship. <laughs> I have is. a firm stance for it. Yes. But yes, Justin McCartney, all for it. Great. Okay. Also, T-Pain. Bring him back for this summer. Winner Mass, of the Mass Singer. Mass yes. Singer champion. He's, has, he's already making a comeback in that Hell way. Yeah. So just put him into your summer playlist. With, you have you like know. a song selection? Like you have like one song suggestion from T-Pain? I can't just pick one. You were like rolling through all of them last week. <laughs> I, yeah, I was listening to it. This is T-Pain on Spotify. Like, yes. <laughs> it's really good. It's like actual what Jordan listens to all day. <laughs> You're supposed to be fact-checking for the site. I am. You can fact-check and listen to I'm Sprung and Bartender. Like, why why not? Incredible. So, yeah, that's that's great. Oh, my God. Okay, anything else? Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Yes. Has a special place in my heart. Yes. Um, Kicked off my sweet 16 birthday party. Nice. So, I think it'll kick off your summer parties, too. Uh Party in the USA is one of those songs where, like, if you came up to me and you were like, do you like the song? I'd be like, no. But any Time and comes it on the comes radio. On. No, it's so it's good. automatic. Immediately start singing every single word, and then <laughs> yes. I'm like, "What is happening?" Yeah, it should legitimately be the new national anthem. Yeah, I'm, I'm like <laughs> not even bold claim. <laughs> Do you also suggest throwing a new Miley with old because that's obviously throwback, and she is releasing new music? Or are you mm. drawing the line? You only want throwback Miley. I'm. I draw the line. I'm wow. only throwback Miley. Like it's the climb. That's that's probably it. Oh, but right. no new Miley. That's Especially your twerking out. phase, like oh, the that, whole. We two times the answer. I like the banger yeah. CDs. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I forgot about your bangers take. It's a good <laughs> it's album. A no. It's, a, no it's a strong no for me. So strictly in this uh, timeline window for Miley. Yes. Okay, got it. And then High School Musical too. You know, yes. the whole two, soundtrack specifically too. Specifically too because. They're on summer vacation. Yeah. Ooh, you're right. You're so right. it's like, what time is it? It's summertime. Yeah. And you got to start. <laughs> wait, so high school, wait, to clarify, High School Musical 1 is they're in school, saw that movie. High School mm-hmm. Musical 2, 
summer. Is that when he's like working at the golf course yes. and it's all the memes where They're he's all, on the golf course? Yes, oh, bet on I've it. Seen that. Yeah. Oh yeah, bet on, on it. Soundtrack. Bet on it. <laughs> that actually yes. is a good song. It's a great song and a great music video. <laughs> oh yeah. Can we wow. ask like this playlist that you've curated for our listeners and for yourself? Like, <laughs> yes. what kind of setting does this have to be played in? Are you talking like you're with some fifteen year olds at a? Out of pool. No, like, that's what? extremely oh, rude, first of all. No. I listen, first of all, I listen to this all the time. Yeah, this is As a 25 year old. So, <laughs> no, I think I started listening to these like on a road trip. Okay. It really oh, got that's good. Yeah. into nice. the mindset. I can sing all of them. Mm. It just, you know, lifts the spirits. It does. So, also, I, I, see, I see Corbin Blue's name on here real quick. We yeah. have to get into that. Yeah. Well, Corbin Blue. I love him. And he's been my natural hair inspo since day one. Classic. The curls have Incredible. been popping. Also, he Always. had that, what was that Disney Channel? Like, okay. Jump? Yeah. We were talking about this yesterday. They're the Jump In. The Jump Rope movie. Jump but the in. song. The song Push is. It. Push it to the, to the limit. limit. Push it. Because you're Push in it to win it. to the limit. <laughs> limit. Because we're in, in it to win it. it. Yeah, it's really the good. Yes. The on Liz Kelly's With face. Kiki Palmer. Liz, you need to educate yourself. <laughs> This, something weird has happened and come across this podcast studio that's never happened. Everyone's dancing. Everyone's like, oh, happy. Oh, my God. It's the summer mood that Jordan's playlist has that's, put yeah, us into. That's true. true. Yes. That's, that's what it is. Oh, my God. Jordan, please stick around for this last category. We're doing okay. a most unanswerable question, which just is things that are puzzling us. Most of the time, we have a couple. This week, we're focusing on only one question that Kate mm. Hallowell has pioneered, but we're all going <laughs> to chime in. So, please, with your thoughts, just like a confusing, puzzling yeah, celebrity. Yeah, she knows. She the tea time list. Great. She's a loyal I'm listener. A very okay, loyal great. listener. Kate, so take this it away. Week, um, this was happened when Liz was sick and I just like needed her immediate input <laughs> and I now finally have it. Comments by Celebs, which is an Instagram account that you should all follow, posted a picture of a post by Jilly Hendricks that said, life is basically avoiding people who have seen you naked while trying to find new people to see you naked. And Miley Cyrus commented on this and said, you are describing the Oscars, Henny. <laughs> So nice reading. <laughs> so many questions immediately popped into my brain when I saw this. First mm-hmm. of all, Miley Cyrus, why are you at the Oscars ever? Right. right. Uh, we know she's been a lot. We're going to get into that. Mm-hmm. But like, why? Mm-hmm. Second of all, is she talking about her own experiences at the Oscars trying to find people to hook up with? Avoiding people she has hooked up with? Or is this just a general vibe at the Oscars? Is it like people approach the Oscars like a wedding where like you're gonna try to hook uh, up with one of the bridesmaids? Like mm, do well, people there are just it's a room with a bunch of hot people. Right. Yeah. Do people look at it that way? <laughs> do people who just I like think Miley so. Cyrus yes. who aren't nominated and just are attending? Are yeah. they like, who can I hook up with here? I know that had never occurred to me before. So interesting. Real quick, I know you have a, a Miley Liam timeline to set the stage I do. for these comments. As I take everything on Tea Time, I took this extremely seriously. I know you do. <laughs> did some hard-hitting research for the room. Because I was curious. I feel like celebrities underratedly hook up with so many people that we don't even know about before they, like, step out as a couple. Right. Mm. That happens, like, once in a blue moon. But, right. like, a lot of things are going on underground. So, for those who aren't as invested as we all are about Miley and Liam, for the we record— <laughs> Took a look back to see sure. when on earth she could be talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay, June 2009. Wow. It was a decade Ooh, ago. Wow. They met on the last song. Okay? Then they go on and off for 2010. March 2011, Liam and Miley are back together. They get engaged in 2012. Uh-huh. Okay? They broke up in May of 2013. This is when she went through, like, wrecking ball and then right. twerking and Bears. grinding and all that stuff. Amelia's favorite phase. Yeah. They don't get back together until January of 2016, which is important because there are a couple of events that we're going to talk about that, mm-hmm. like, certain celebrities were there, which— Ultimately, this is all leading me to think that she's hooked up with Jennifer Lawrence, but I'll get to that. <laughs> oh okay, so then January 2016, they get back together, and then the rest is history. Now they're engaged, blah, 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 blah. Right, but oh she did date Patrick Schwarzenegger sometime. That was November of 2014. Well, you know. And they had an open relationship, or what according about, to my sources. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn, okay. Investigative journalism. Well, but I, then what was, then she hooked up with that Victoria's Secret model. Stella Maxwell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They dated for a while as well. I can't imagine that that was like a very exclusive, very rigid relationship. I Yeah, that's okay. hard to imagine. But we're focusing on our comment about the Oscars and like yes. who's in the pool of people. Right. Okay. So the Oscars that have passed by that Miley has been single at are the 2011 Oscars, the 2014 Oscars, and the 2015 Oscars people. She's been to mm. so many Oscars. I couldn't even find all the ones. I mean, obviously trust Liz to do it. But I tried to find all the Oscars that she had attended and I yeah. only came up with like four, which are not all of them. Right. But is this like... 
red carpet. We we saw her at the red carpet sitting in a freaking chair. Some of them and other ones, just the Vanity Fair just, Oscars yeah. party. Okay. Oh, because I, I feel like she thinks are the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. True. And I think that also, like, you know, Madonna's Oscars party. Right. And, like, there are a Beyonce's. Lot of yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, the, it's the just, parties just are almost a bigger deal. Yeah. Right. And I think that she probably counts those, too. I mean, I why wouldn't you? I agree. You know? And that's so, where a lot of the musicians go because they yeah. right, aren't really involved that's in the true. film part of the that's Oscars. That's true. Okay, so what are your takes on who she could potentially be talking about? Thank you for asking. Okay, in 2011. And the other thing is we have to look at the men and the women in the room. Sure. Okay. In 2011, this is when Anne Hathaway and James Franco hosted oh, the Oscars. Wow. So Ooh. put your minds there. I'd rather um, not. I think that she potentially could have hooked up with James Franco, who was 100%. there for— 100%. Right? Yes. For 127%. He was hosting. It was a weird night. Everyone yep. knows he was super high. How old was she then? Kate, she was young. No, no, it was 2011. <laughs> she was like, what, 20? That's that's, that's like, legal. That's like 40 in celebrity She's world. Like celebrity Sorry, just, yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Think potentially James Franco is Ugh. in the mix. Totally. Okay, I'm just Gross. gonna throw it out there. Mark Ruffalo for the kids. No, are all right. no, 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 Right, so what's Mark the problem? Ruffalo? <laughs> okay, great. Okay, right. Ruffalo, Ruffalo has been happily married. Pro a big age gap here, Liz, but come on. Okay, moving on. Potentially Jennifer Lawrence, who's there for Winner's Bone. She was okay. not nearly as she famous wasn't as a she thing was yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She was just a beautiful woman walking around that room. <laughs> she had that yeah. great red dress, though. She did. Yeah. She did. Yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Okay, just going to say it. Helena Bonham Carter <laughs> for the King's Speech. Wow. wow. Okay, or okay. Haley Steinfeld, uh, Steinfeld okay. who was there for Trigret. She was like 15. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I don't, I don't okay. think that's okay. That is a child actor at that point. the research that you did, but you needed to go one more step. Okay, fine. We're hopping to the 2014 Oscars okay, now. Okay, okay. Sure, right. sure. Next one. Okay. okay, this was hosted by Ellen DeGeneres. Okay, oh, so okay. completely different vibe. Yes. That's like when the selfie, selfie happens. happens. Yes. yes. Jared Leto? I, oh, 100%. She definitely yes. dated Jared Leto. There's a history and there. And he won that night for Dallas Buyers oh, Club. Right. So he was yeah. feeling himself. Sure. Miles Cyrus was like beautiful. Sure. Yeah, for pop sure. star. Mm-hmm. Michael Fassbender, no. Jonah Hill, Wolf of Wall Street, no. Okay. Well, I don't... Mm. Jonah Hill? I think nah, maybe. He's in a maybe. Nah. I'm putting him in the maybe category. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence was there again for Actress in a Sporting Role. So round okay. two, a couple years later, just maybe. like rekindle. That time? Maybe. Maybe. Why are you silent now? <laughs> no, no, no. We're really yes, thinking I about this. We're processing okay, so the matches. <laughs> also, at this Oscars is when Chris Hemsworth and his wife, Elsa, uh-huh. yes. Jackie or whatever, she was heavily pregnant. Uh-huh. What are you about to say? Don't say oh, it. He did not cheat on his pregnant know. wife. With I don't what does that have to do with anything? I'm just saying. Wait, I don't know. That would be the brother of her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I know. Wow. I know. I, I, For uh, revenge? I don't know. I thought I was in a wow. conspiracy corner. Amelia's like mild. Deeply terrible Yeah, taste. that was um, okay. specific. Okay, last one that she was single at, confirmed, is the 2015 <laughs> Oscars. Okay, this was hosted by Neil Patrick Harris. Oh. Mm-hmm. So again, very different vibe. Mm-hmm. Main people are there. Eddie Redmayne, Steve Carell, Bradley Cooper. Okay, mm. just put a pin in that. Okay. J.K. Simmons, Ethan Hawke, uh, Mark Ruffalo. Are you again? just the nominees? Are you just assuming that she's hooking up Miley with nominees? Miley Cyrus has her eyes on the prize. She is not going to go for a seed filler. She's going to go for a nominee. Do you, okay. Well, I, okay. If J.K. Simmons was there and won. Oh wait, no, no, no. I'm not saying J.K. Simmons. I, wait. Miles Teller. Yeah, Whiplash was right. Oh, that's so a good one. Cool. That's a really good one. That is pretty good. And then the women in the room were Julianne Moore, Marianne Cotillard. <laughs> Sorry. I love that you only went with nominees. This is hilarious uh, to me. You have to. You have to. <laughs> and then Keira Knightley and Emma Stone, I also put a little star next to. Oh, and Meryl was there, but that's like a different wow. I really, I, This is an incredible list of people. My vote's so, for Meryl. What I'm saying is she has maybe, in Liz Kelly's Conspiracy Corner, hooked up with Jennifer Lawrence, Marianne Cotillard, <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter, and Jared Leto. I would watch that movie tomorrow. That's, wow. That's all I got. Wow. I think we answered that question. <laughs> I think we did too. Oh, great job. Ooh. Okay, you guys, this has been another amazing episode of Tea Time. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Kaya. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kid Owl. And I'm Amelia Wondemeyer. This episode is brought to you by the movie Yesterday in theaters June 28th. 
Yesterday, from Danny Boyle and Universal Studios, imagines a world where only one person remembers the existence of the Beatles. The movie stars Lily James, Ed Sheeran, Kate McKinnon, and newcomer Himesh Patel. When the trailer first dropped, we at The Ringer had a lot of questions about what would happen to the world as we know it without the Beatles, many of which we're still thinking about. In the movie, the protagonist Jack pretends that the Beatles songs are his own since no one else remembers them. So today, in partnership with Universal, we wanted to discuss one thing in particular. If you could claim a Beatles song as your own, Tea Time, which would it be? I put a lot of thought into this beforehand. I was going to say come together because I thought mm-hmm. it would be That's like a good one. in 2019 it would be like kind of an Imagine Dragon style like Ooh, in all it the, does sound in all like the movie trailers like the Monday Night Football like wow. hype up song. Yeah. Yeah. However, however, we live in a post Old Town Road world. <laughs> and we do. Do you know a song that has meme potential can go farther than that. a good song? You're so right. I'm going to say true. Yellow Submarine. Uh, I think yeah, that wow, would be a you viral, really put good a viral into this. thank you a viral meme hit in 2019 you know what that's also a good idea because the world in 2019 is all about SpawnCon and partnerships I Ooh. bet Carnival Cruises is coming for you <laughs> I bet SeaWorld is gonna come like everyone wants a piece of this yeah. extremely I'm assuming viral yeah. song Yellow, Yellow Submarine. Submarine was made for SpawnCon that's a really good play. one shoot that's Amelia do you got. have one well, I really like this is really boring. But um here comes the sun. Ooh. Oh, that's I just like, love that song yeah. so much and I would love to be like, yeah, I wrote it. That's a classic. I feel like Casey Musgraves could <gasps> come up with that song. Oh. And we'd be like, "Oh my god, Casey Musgraves. Wow, here Ka- comes the sun." Casey, if you're listening, I know you're not, but if you are, please. I know that would be a good cover. I thought about those because I thought about the song Blackbird as well, which is just a really beautiful acoustic song. But I'm hoping to sell out arenas uh, if I'm going to claim the Beatles songs as my own. And I feel like Blackbird doesn't really command thousands and thousands of people in the way I want it. So then I was thinking, maybe I go super funky, you know, in their their era where they became uh, much more experimental. Sure. their lyrics and they started you know messing around with drugs and also just experimenting with all types of things sure uh-huh. so I was thinking Strawberry Fields Forever sure Ooh. because that's a pretty like a pretty long song um, it has a lot of ebbs and flows I feel like it would I, be a whole experience I like that and I think you could also use it for SpawnCon like it could be like a hair wow. shampoo commercial <laughs> really shooting for the stars here you guys <laughs> a hair shampoo commercial in what way just because just, it's, it's like, a it's funky like, song a funky and it's also uh, like strawberries you know there's a lot wow. of oh you're wow. right yeah. you're yeah. absolutely oh, right you know be, well actually this would cost a lot of money for the like publisher or, or uh-huh. mm-hmm. but like <laughs> in a magazine and you open up the magazine and you think you're gonna get like the smelling of the strawberries in like the Clairol ad uh-huh. yeah and you do but you also get a little bit of the song played. Oh, wow. that's a good idea. I was going to ask, do you guys think that their songs from early on in their career, which like, I want to hold your hand, uh-huh. like all the hello, goodbye. You think those songs would still do as well with their extremely wholesome lyrics and it's very, it's a short song in comparison to what's out now? No. I'm going to say no. You don't think? I, I think some of these would be, would still be hits today because just like a bop is a bop no mm. matter yeah, what. Yeah. Indeed, well but, said. But I do think some would not quite fit into like the radio sure. today. Yeah, You know, I you wouldn't hear them in an Uber. Like yeah, between true. Ariana that's Grande true. and like Halsey. Yeah. It, it's a tough landscape out there. That's true. They need to make it a little bit more poppy. I think if they sure. featured some people on it, like mm. if it was like Ooh. Can't Buy Me Love featuring, I don't know, Dua Lipa. Yeah. <laughs> it would do better today than Or like All You not. Need Is Love remix. <gasps> Diplo, the guy we talk about all the time <laughs> on this podcast, oh gets his God. hands on that song. Wow. Perhaps then maybe that would that be would a viral be kinda hit. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. I could see them going in the way of like, I want to name this band and I don't I don't really listen to their music but I just feel like the aesthetic is Go the same ahead. like Mumford and Sons you know sure. they're amazing call Amelia thank you um, <laughs> I feel like they're kind of like you know they'd yeah. be like more folksy sure. yeah but like so poppy but not that's really. good there is room for them yeah in 2019 I, I think. agree yeah. I agree well to see which Beatles songs Jack pretends he wrote himself and mm-hmm. all the other questions we have about this movie watch the trailer today and catch yesterday in theaters on June 